Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. It's Sports Radio 93.7, The Fan. Actually, I'm not inside The Fan. Matt Harkins is there, and he'll be taking your call. So if you call 412-928-9370, he'll put you on with me. I'm sitting in the man cave at home just chilling, as they say, and looking to talk to you. So call us at 412-928-9370. You can also tweet me at KD Pump. And you can text us on the Edgar Snyder and Associates fan text line, same as the call-in line. Edgar Snyder and Associates remind you to text responsibly. Follow this station on Twitter at 937thefan, driven by Jim Shorkey Kia, Pittsburgh's number one Kia dealer. Shop all three locations at shorkeykia.com. A lot to get into, and as I say, I always look forward to your opinion, so call and I'll put you on. We'll chat. Penguins last night continue to win despite not playing well. And that's how I would categorize that game last night at PPG Paints Arena. The New York Rangers have a very young and talented roster. They're going to be a force in time uh, if the goaltending can be, you know, what you'd expect it to be at this level. Uh, and they got some young guys there. Uh, but as far as the Penguins are concerned, man, they fell behind early again. Uh, not much in terms of a good start. Uh, this has been a recurring theme they lost two games in Philly, the two games against Washington. Honestly, there were bad moments in those games. They still figured out a way to win, which is a nice attribute to have, the grit that comes from knowing you come from behind. And they put themselves in that position again last night. Trailing 3-1, to one, they uh, gave up three goals in about three minutes. Tristan Jari, that was the only bad three minutes he had in the game. The rest of the game, he was pretty good. And I was glad to see that Mike Sullivan put him back in goal last night. They need to make sure he plays and is the main man in goal, although Casey DeSmith had some really good moments in those capital games uh, that they won earlier in the week. But it was nice to see a young kid. You don't often see 21-year-old kids come into the league uh, with the Penguins and, you know, get an opportunity. This was all because of injuries to three of their uh, top uh, defensemen. Mike Matheson is out. Marcus Pedersen is out. Yuso Rikola is out. So it was... P.O. Joseph, Pierre-Olivier Joseph, and I, and I thought he played very well for a 21-year-old kid. You know, Mike Sullivan had praised his work ethic and uh, the fact that he bulked up over the pandemic. And, you know, he had an assist last night, his first in the NHL, but more than that, he was very competent in his own zone. Uh, over 13 minutes of ice time, and I thought looked absolutely fine, like you never would have known it was his debut. Not If he had nerves, you didn't see those nerves. Made a great shot. Uh, that went off the boards and right to Teddy Bluger turned out to be, uh, I think, the only even-strength goal for the Penguins, and that's been a problem, too. On five-on-five -five situations, especially the top line has not been very good. Special teams, I realize how important they are for the Pittsburgh Penguins, but you better be better on five-on-five, -on -five, and they haven't been that way so far. I thought Jari looked good in goal. I thought, you know... As I mentioned, guys like Zucker, they need to get going. Guys on the top six need to get going. They're five games into this now, 
and on a 56-game schedule, that represents a, a you know a bigger percentage than you would normally have after five games. So they uh, will play the Rangers again tomorrow night. I expect Tristan Jari to be back in goal. Mike Sullivan will make that announcement tomorrow before the game, but uh, we'll see. The Rangers are a good young team. Like I said, you're going to see you know 19-year-old kids uh, ranging in age all the way to 23 who are significant players for them. And I thought they had some great chances last night, but they couldn't get the puck to go. Specifically, Pavel Buchnevich. He he had great chances, and Jari denied him a a couple of times. Alexis Lafreniere did not really impact the game at all. He's a young kid who was, you know, lottery-based, and the Rangers got lucky to win that lottery, but they did. And he's going to be a star in the league. Uh, Grew up watching and idolizing Sidney Crosby. So I think that's a, you know, that's a young kid you got to watch out for. Uh, they also have Capo Caco, who scored last night. He scored against the Penguins last year. He's a young kid in the draft as well. So watch out for the Rangers in time. They're going to be a good hockey club, and they'll be here again tomorrow night. That's a 7 p.m. faceoff. So if you have Penguin questions, please let me know, 412-928-9270. Also want to get into the Steelers, what their week was like, and take a look at the uh, two conference championship games because they're going to be high-flying, some of the best talent in the game certainly will be on display. In the meantime, let's go out to the lines. We have Carol in Clinton, who joins us here on the Bob Pompiani Show. Good morning, Carol. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? Good, thanks. Hey, Bob. Um, you know, I thought when they changed the coach, the whole coaching staff that we would see something different, but it's the same thing over and over again with the Penguins. The bad passing, no structure, the Tang just, throws the puck out into the – he passed it to the Rangers at least three times last night. It's the same thing as last year. I thought it was the coaching, but I don't know what it is. It's star players thinking they can still do what they have to do and rely on their talent and forget about basic fundamental stuff, Carol. That's And you're right to point out Chris Letang and Evgeny Malkin both off the – you know, I think Letang gave the puck away several more than his three turnovers on a stat sheet indicated – I thought Malkin has been loosey-goosey with his play, uh, giveaways at bad times. Those guys, that, that's part of their DNA. Uh, there's the good and the bad with those kind of guys. But they gotta, they got to really tighten up because you start giving chances away to good teams, you're going to lose a lot more than they've, you know, they've been able to um, go buck the odds here, would you say, by winning three games that they could have lost all three of those games. Well, absolutely, because they keep falling behind and then you have to, and then, you know, and then you have to go into overtime and all that stuff. It's just been crazy, but I really thought with the coaching change that, that we would see something different, but it's it's the same thing. And like you said with Malkin, you know, where he does those spin around, like those blind draw passes and expects somebody to be there, it's terrible. Well, uh, it's only five games, Carol, so I'm going to give it some time to see how it goes, but you're right. I mean, they've played five. They have never yet won in regulation. That's a disturbing thing, I think. I realize that it's early. Now, we have to take into consideration also that these teams have had no uh, you know, preseason to speak of, really, just a very limited training camp, no preseason games. I think that hurts. So we'll see in time where it goes from here. But that's a pretty competitive Eastern uh, division they're in right now. So they currently reside in the fourth spot. But, um, you know, the schedule is going to be what it is, headbagging every single night against these teams in the same division. And uh, they can't afford to keep falling behind and making the same kind of mistakes. Thank you, Carol. Right, and, and it's not all the goalies' fault either. No, although I thought he gave up a bad rebound there on the goal by uh, Capo Caco. That was uh, normally he doesn't do that. 
Um, you know, there was you could look at the goal that the Rangers scored right off the bat, uh, the first of their three, which was a giveaway by, of all people, Brian Dumoulin. And you never see Brian Dumoulin do that, really. And then Ruido comes over to try to help him, and then both defensemen are caught against the boards. And uh, I thought at that point Tristan Jari could have. If he were Marc-Andre Fleury, he would have poke-checked that puck right off the blade. Instead, he waited, and, and there was just nobody there. And that, I certainly would never blame a goaltender for that, but he, I think he could have made a play there that he didn't choose to make. All right, Carol, have a good day. Appreciate it. 412-928-9370. But the Penguins uh, do have flaws, and they, get a, they certainly have to get those flaws worked out. Because like I said, uh, this is going to be a team that, to me, can compete to win this division, can also end up out of the playoffs. And that's how fine of a line it is with only 56 games. And they better figure out uh, that they can't be as sloppy as they've been uh, and throwing a puck away. Again, with Dumoulin, I thought that was just, you know, he got ridden off the puck, he fanned on an, uh, an attempt against the wall, and, you know, what it ended up as is, you know, a body check, puck's free, Ruido comes over to help, and then they're both out of the play. And then you can't leave, you know, they've already given them a three on none in this season, and there were two guys there unaccounted for in front of Tristan Jari last night. Very sloppy, and that has to change. But it's, it's a lot easier to correct them when you win, as they say, and they've won three in a row, so give them credit for that. Dick in Penn Hills joins us right now on Sports Radio 93.7 The Fan. Hey, Dick. Yeah, hi, Bob. Uh, Bob, I I keep hearing about the NCAA uh, basketball. They're going to be played in Indianapolis. Are they using a number of uh, locations? Yes. Uh, I okay. So there must be three or four. Uh, of course, there won't be many fans, if any. But uh, I guess they could do that with. Uh, with more than one, uh, more than one or two gyms uh, for a series of games like that. Yeah, I, and they are, and they're in a you know hotbed for basketball. Lucas Oil Stadium is over there, but also right. you know Butler University. They mm-hmm. in in a span of a, I don't know how many miles it is. They have access to a lot of places. I do wish they have fans though. Um, you know the Super Bowl announced that they're going to have twenty two thousand in Tampa for the Super Bowl. Quite frankly, there's no reason why Penguins should not have fans in their arena. No reason. I wanted to talk about Pitt. Uh, I'm amazed at how where they're doing, and uh, obviously this could end. Uh, injuries could take uh, take a big hit, but uh, this champagne is as good as it gets, and very little ink has been given to his brother, who's at St. John's, He's leading that league with yeah. 20 points a game. And uh, I watched him a couple of times. I think uh, our guy is, uh, is phenomenal. He's everywhere. No matter where he's in the, on the court, he scores and he has so many rebounds. It's crazy. And I wanted to say one more thing. I have watched, I've listened to uh, your show at, well, the fan. I've listened to the fan all day long. There was a guy on there this morning. It was the worst problem I've ever heard. He was a uh, odds maker, gambling guy. He, ran, he must have said the same sentence fifty times, and I, it was absolutely horrible. I well, no, I. Hey, Dick, I have no idea what you're even talking about. But uh, listen. Um, I want callers. I want to hear from people. That's why we call it a call-in show here. I used to give a lot of guests. I, I went away from that only because of the uh, the time I I heard people waiting on the lines could never get in. 
Um, and I like guests normally, but I figured most of them go throughout the week, and a lot of them that I would get would be kind of redos, so it's easier and I think better that people can get in and call. That's just my, my view on this, so that's why I like to do it. And I like to hear from people. I like to hear different thoughts. As far as fans, though, in uh, you know the stands in the NCAA tournament, uh, I hope there are fans. There should be fans. Last night in Dallas, the hockey team played in front of 4,200. It's their first game since they had 17 guys in their uh, COVID protocol, all of them back, all of them doing fine. Uh, again, if you wear masks, if you if you distance the way they have people in these arenas, you, there's no reason why the Penguins can't have fans at games. And uh, I find that to be just un, uh, defensible, you know, indefensible at this point. I want to see people, and I don't think it's a problem. I don't think you're going to make anything worse by going with a mask and social distancing, especially if you saw some of the changes the Penguins have made. Uh, that's going to be a tremendous place to go, a lot of touchless ways of getting your food and, you know, paying for things. So uh, they've done everything they can, and now it's up to the government here in the state of Pennsylvania to say we can start doing that because I think it's time. All right, welcome back, and thank you for joining me this morning. The Bob Pompiani Show is brought to you by PNC Bank, where you can make today the day, and you should, and check out their new virtual wallet. Ireland Contracting. Visit IrelandContracting.com, home of the nightly sports call in Pittsburgh CW every night at 1035. And we're driven in style, as always, by Number One Cochrane. Go one better at Number One Cochrane. Number One Cochrane Sports Showdown every Sunday night, 11:35 on KDKA TV. Also, want to remind you to lace up your skates at the coolest place in the city. Celebrate the 20th anniversary season at the Rink at PPG Place, your downtown winter playground. Open daily and holidays through February the 28th. Listen to 93.7 The Fan through January 29th for your chance to win a four-pack of passes. 412-928-9370, talking Penguins, talking Steelers, talking the big games coming up tomorrow. And this is going to be exciting. I, I always look forward to the NFL playoffs. I like wild card weekend now that fe- features six games, three each with an additional team to the playoffs. I wonder if that's going to be something permanent. I know the teams really covet that by week, and as it is during the seven-team experimentation only one team gets it that team was kansas city it served them well but a lot of teams think the number two seed should also get it and reduce it to six i think once you see what you see with the numbers and the ratings that came up uh, on those three wild card games on saturday and sunday six total you're gonna the nfl should be just completely committed to it moving forward and i know some teams won't like that but so be it earn your way in if you want the number one seed, you got to win it all 16 games. You can't worry about a number two seed getting a bye now because that may never come back. And as far as these matchups, man, I mean, you're talking to some great stuff. Tampa Bay and Green Bay. And you talk about quarterbacks, right? It's a quarterback-driven league. Everybody wants the quarterbacks to be there. Well, you're not going to find better quarterbacks than this one. Uh, you got four of the best going at it. Uh, all four have at least 35 touchdown passes. Rodgers leads away with 48. He should be the MVP of the league. I don't think there's any question about that. Then you have Tom Brady with 40 at age 43. Patrick Mahomes had 38, and Josh Allen had 37. It's the first time since 1970 that each of the four starting quarterbacks in these games have recorded at least 35 touchdowns in the regular season. So you should expect a lot of points in these games. Uh, Green Bay is a tough place to play. It's It's amazing to me that you know, uh, Aaron Rodgers has not ever played a conference championship game at Lambeau Field. This will be his first. 
There should be some weather there. We'll see how it goes. But Tom Brady and many of the Tampa Bay Bucks who are now on that team are used to those kind of conditions. So that's going to be a great game. Kansas City does get Patrick Mahomes back, and that's bad news for Buffalo. Uh, although he did look really woozy last week, I was surprised that you know he got out of the concussion protocol. He was practicing on Wednesday, limitedly, but he was real back real quick. It looked to me more like a nerve thing or something in his neck as opposed to a direct hit to his head. But um, he's going to play, and that team is very difficult to stop. I mean, the weapons keep coming. And the one thing that I keep pointing out, in, in when you're analyzing the Steelers and whether or not Roethlisberger can be effective next year, if he should choose to come back, which I think he will, and a lot of people are not down with that, but you should be, you know, if you're looking to have a competitive team, and their goal always is trying to have the best team they can. I understand, I hear all the complaints about, well, they should look ahead, get a high draft pick. You start doing that, it gets a little dangerous sometimes, too. But all of these teams, my point is, they have run games that they can rely on. Really good run games. Aaron Jones has set the way for Aaron Rodgers. Two Aarons going at it there. Uh, almost 1,500 scrimmage yards. Uh, he was outstanding, not just rushing the football, but also receiving it. He makes a big difference. Play action for Aaron Rodgers is a huge weapon. It's because they have a reliable run game. That opens up guys like Devontae Adams, Alan Lazard, who's a guy who they, they acquired off a of practice squad, Robert Tanyan. You know one thing that Rodgers does? He makes all those guys better. And he's done that year after year with the people he's had. He also clearly was motivated after the Packers decided to draft a quarterback with the number one pick this year. I remember how that went down. You know, Ben Roethlisberger wasn't too happy with Mason Rudolph being selected in the third round. How about being a first-round pick when he clearly went out on a limb and said, I want some help, I need more weapons. Well, they, as it turned out, they have weapons. They have a lot of weapons, uh, and he's made them certainly better. But if you look at the Bucks, the combination of Ronald Jones and Leonard Fournette put together their numbers, you have about 1,600 yards. So, you know, the bottom line is these quarterbacks are all good, but they have a run game that they can rely on. The Steelers have no run game. They choose not to even utilize the run game. And you have to do that. you got to do that. That's got to be their number one area of concern and number one area to improve. Not just running backs, but offensive line. And therein lies your problem for next season. How, how soon can you do that? Can you change things? By You know, they got Dotson, great move in the fourth round. He looks like someone who could be a starter next year and should be. They like Chuksokora for. He was a third-round pick, I believe. They have Zach Banner coming back. He's going to have to play. Uh, you know, they'll have two tackles, Dotson, and we'll see about Pouncey and the Castro, but they're at the last leg, so they're going to have to be replaced. I fully expect the Steelers to go after offensive linemen early. Now, if in the number one spot this man's name comes up, Najee Harris from Alabama. I know a lot of people are down on drafting running backs early because you can get them in a lot of places, and there are so many examples from which to choose. You know, Philip Lindsay came in the league. Nobody thought he could be that good with Denver. He was terrific as an undrafted guy. Look at a guy from Jacksonville this year, Robinson, uh, another guy undrafted. You can get lower-round picks and have them turn into starters. James Conner was a third-round pick. Turned out to be a starter for a couple of years. But the bottom line is, if Najee Harris is there, I think that's a tough choice. 
Because that guy's a difference maker. You know, Derrick Henry went to Alabama, and everyone thought he could be good in the NFL. He's better than what people thought. This guy could come in and be, you know, what Nick Chubb is. He could be with, you know, the elite running backs. But, again, you have to correspond that with an offensive line. And I don't know that they can do all of this in one draft. Now, the salary cap's going to go up. The Steelers have freed up some money with Vance McDonald deciding to retire. And we wish him well, although he probably was going to be released anyway. But, you know, he's gone through a tough career. <laughs> Looking at some of the things, Alex Kazora over at Steelers Depot put up a good video of him with one of the best chase downs you'll ever see, channeling his inner Dom Beebe. And I put that, uh, retweeted it on the uh, Twitter, because it was a play people forget about. But Vance McDonald is one of those guys who uh, you never had to worry about him giving an honest day's effort. He did. It's just that he... His skills, you know, in the pass game seem to diminish. He's a good blocker, but he was once a really good pass receiver with San Francisco. And that hasn't been the case uh, since here. They need to get good play-making tight ends, too. Not just guys who can make a few catches again. I'm talking about, and I know it's tough, but these, these guys in the AFC and NFC Championship game, they have guys. Gronkowski's been legendary for New England, now Tampa. You have Travis Kelsey for Kansas City. You got big tight ends all over. Robert Tunyon has turned out to be that. You know, 11 touchdown receptions this year. Uh, and Aaron Rodgers has turned him into a star. So the Steelers need to get one of those kind of players. You take some of the pressure off some of the guys they have in the wide receiving group. 412-928-9370 is the number to call. I want to remind you to listen to Cook and Joe every Wednesday to hear about Starkey's Card of the Week from Baseball Card Castle and Cranberry. Contest runs every Tuesday through Friday at 10 a.m. at 93.7 The Fan. We'll come back with more conversation here. Again, call 412-928-9370 and get your take on these games. Get your take on what the Steelers should do with some of their coaching dilemmas. Dwayne Haskins. What do you think about Dwayne Haskins? Do you think that he could come in here and eventually be the starter for this team? Or do you think he's just somebody they're hoping that can you know turn out to be some depth? They brought in Paxton Lynch, same thing, former number one pick, although I think his situation was different than Haskins in that Haskins more, his problems lie with his immaturity and lack of work ethic, which you can change. Uh, with regard to Paxton Lynch, it was more, I think they overvalued his performance in college, and it, it never did uh, turn over into the NFL. So like to hear from you about that. It's 412-928-9370. We'll take a break. Come back with more all the way until 1 o'clock right here on Sports Radio 93.7 The Fan. All right, welcome back. We continue. Matt Harkins is back at the studio, so call 412-928-9370. He'll put you on with me, and we'll talk about all the issues of Pittsburgh sports or national sports, whichever you prefer. A lot going on with... Um, the cable news business and the cable sports business. I don't know if you saw this, but NBCSN says it'll shut down at the end of 2021. And, of course, as you know, the NHL, that is their network, uh, along with English Premier League. Um, and they're deciding, it looks like Peacock, their streaming thing, is going to get a lot of activity there. But for the meantime, when it comes to NHL playoffs, in case you're wondering, uh, they're going to be on USA Network. And if you're looking for reasons why it's because of you know the the cost of programming over the course of all these networks most networks commercial networks nbc cbs abc they have other uh channels that they use and in this case nbc has a lot of them 
NBCSN is available in 80 million homes. USA is like 85 million. So they're going to do that, shut that down. And you wonder what that means for the NHL because there's a 10-year deal that ends this year. So that means the NHL on its national games will go to who knows where. ESPN, they, they don't seem to like hockey. It's all NBA with them. Uh, although I suspect they'll try to get some hockey on there from a national point of view, although they may not look at it as profitable, not sure. But also, uh, you'll, you'll see USA Network involved. You may see Fox involved. Uh, there are a lot of different scenarios out there, but this is the last year, and NBCSN will be shutting down. Interesting to see. 412-928-9370. We have Jay in Florida. What's up, Jay? How are you? Hey, Bob. How you doing? Great, Good, great to call. First time caller, and uh, I just want to. Uh, uh, you got a great show there. I listen to it every uh, every Saturday. Thank you, Jeff. Um, I appreciate you taking the time. To you, and I listen to you on Monday too, because you you really do a great job with Cookie and uh, the other guy. Um, Joe. But anyhow, my my point here, I'm going to bring to you is uh, we've all suffered through this third down and one, fourth down and one, and can't get a first down. We can't mix it up with the offensive coordinator. We can't get everybody the offensive line. We can't get anybody together. What what I want to talk to you is, do you remember when we had Eric Green? Mm-hmm. Yep. And Eric Green was a big tight end, one of the biggest tight ends I think Pittsburgh has ever had. And, you know, our recruiting, the recruiting group of the Steelers need to go out and find a Gronkowski, uh, you know, the guy uh, from Kansas City, the guy from San Francisco. we got to find a guy that's like that. And I'm just reaching here just so uh, you know that, but um, we I watch a lot of college basketball, and there's a guy that plays for the University of Illinois. I don't know if you've followed it, University of Illinois. His name's uh, Kofi Cockburn. He's, he's seven foot tall. He's got shoulders that go from one side of the river to the other side of the river. And you could use this guy as – and he's probably going to get drafted in the NBA, but I don't think he's going to have a great career in the NBA. He would be a guy that Pittsburgh would take on the last pick of the draft and have the rights to because I know a lot of teams are going to go after this guy. He's that big, and he can get – he can do a lot. He's got good hands. He, he can uh, – you can put him in the backfield, but he's seven foot tall, and you throw the ball to him, even over the line of scrimmage on a short pass, he's bound to catch catch most of them. Yeah. He's seven but, foot tall. But Jay, it's a lot more difficult. You know, there have been success stories. I remember uh, Sam Clancy. Uh, yeah, right, Miami. exactly. I was going to bring that up. Or you can look at Antonio Gates turned into a Hall of Fame kind of tight end uh, by playing basketball at Kent State, but... You also the, you have the Ronaldo Nehemiah examples of guys who had a lot of speed, try to make him an NFL player, just not the same. I don't seven feet tall. I have no idea if that would work, but I, I, I like the idea of looking in different areas to come up with players. I do. But. Right. If you if you ever get a chance, watch him play basketball. I'm like, after what he's a great college player, but he I don't think he's going to be I don't think he's going to be great in the pros. So it would be something for him to come back on just like Clancy did and and uh, Gates. But I think this guy is worth drafting like maybe the last pick in the draft or trying to sign him to a, a, a contract just to have the rights to him. Mm-hmm. Because if hey, you Jay. don't have the rights to him, 
you know, and someone picks him, he's liable to turn into be like Gronk and even bigger than Gronk because Gronk's only six five. Yeah, Jay. Before I let you go, you're outside. We have a dismal day here in Pittsburgh. What's the? I hear like uh, I can hear. Um, I'm at I'm in Bradenton Beach. Okay. Beach. And it's it's seventy. It's about seventy two degrees. We got a little bit of a fog that's that's coming in and going out. But it's uh, it's beautiful here. It's not bad. I can't complain. No. Okay, and good. First, first, I, I needed to hear some good weather because we don't have a lot of it going on here right now. But, Jay, thank you. I appreciate the call, and thanks for being a first-time caller. Charles is not a first-time caller. He's a repeat caller, and he joins us in Chicago, Illinois. What's up, Chica- uh, Charles? And a darn good loyal caller, by the way, too. Yes. How you doing, Bob? Appreciate it. Hey, thanks so much. Hey, uh, so here's a couple of quick uh, headers I want to get into real quickly. Uh, no one, I think, is Charlie talking about T.J. Watt. Now, I know that last playoff game, when you saw, like, this new Blitzburg defense that's been heating up, like, the last four years, setting uh, four consecutive years for the first time ever in franchise history with 50 sacks or more and being shut out in the playoffs for the second consecutive time and T.J. Watt trying to go for a defensive player of the year, uh, with that being said, you also had Aaron Donald and his Rams team, who I thought looked impressive a couple weeks ago against the Seahawks, only oh, fell short to the Packers. And T.J. Watt, you know, was seemed to be like one of the favorites to win the award. But we heard earlier in the week that Pro Football Writers of America, who's been voting on this award since 1992, and I don't know if you knew this, so but 24 players who have been selected by Pro Football Writers of America have won on to win the award. Only four players that have not been selected by them, which was Rob Woodson in 93, Troy Palomaro in 2010, Luke Keekley of the Panthers in 2013, Aaron Down in 2017. Do you feel like with T.J. Watt's last playoff performance, despite it probably being more focused during the regular season, will stand out a lot more as mine. You think he'll, it'll hurt his chances of not winning defense player year. He'll probably see Aaron Donald get it. Well, uh, you know, quite frankly, yes. And in, in, in that situation, he was not an impact player. He had the week off, like a lot of guys did. All the guys who had a week off, uh, given by Mike Tomlin, were not very effective in that game. But then again, it fell apart early at 28 nothing to a six-point underdog. Jeez, uh, that's just been the way it's gone here in four straight years. So I think Aaron Donald's going to win it because I think Aaron Donald is the best player in the NFL on defense. Uh, I think T.J. Watt will be a close second, but that's the way I see that. I think he had a tremendous year, and he is still a cornerstone for this defense, and they need to sign him, and they will. And that's where everything else begins. After he gets a kind of deal that he's looking for, then what's left? And I think that's what they have to do in this offseason. You'll see a lot of restructured contracts. You're going to see some different things happen. But they've got to create more space, even though they gain some with Vance McDonald retiring. But um, – you know, I was surprised in that game that he was not that effective, to be honest. Cleveland had all sorts of problems with their offensive line, and yet the, the Steelers couldn't put any pressure on Baker Mayfield. That that really stunned me. But then again, when you when your offense is inept and gives up points early on and you're digging out, I mean, just the whole game was just a dud from start to finish. Charles, thank oh, you. I, I get, no problem, Bob. Thanks so much. Okay. <laughs> we just got to run up against the break, but I appreciate your call. Thanks. Four one two nine two eight ninety three seventy. Greg, you hang on. You're going to be next uh, in the next segment. So I know Greg and Youngstown on some very hot topics. He always does. I want to remind you, however, about our show sponsors, and they uh, make a difference every week for us. Our show is brought to you by PNC Bank. Make today the day. 
and check out their virtual wallet, Ireland Contracting. Visit IrelandContracting.com. The title sponsor of the nightly sports call, Number One Cochrane. Go one better at Number One Cochrane, also the home of the showdown every Sunday night. It's presented by Number One Cochrane. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.